Welcome to the very first episode of Bourbon and Badges, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Hound Dog. My real name is Reggie Hicks, and I'm here with my co-host, Steve Slowride Cobbard. What's happening, Reggie? And Terry Buck Buchanan. What's up, Steve? The <laughs> numero, numero uno, number one podcast. Isn't that something? The first one. Imagine that. After all the practice we've had. We've really done this about, what, six, eight months maybe getting prepared for this? Awesome. Yeah. Longer than that, about a year, actually, totally. But it's I hope it's fun. greatly appreciated. And but. you can tell by our expertise now, you're going to be picking up on this show how great we are now. Yeah, expertise. Expertise, yes, indeed. So, today, we're going to be drinking a little bit of Evan Williams Single Barrel Vintage. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Is that called? We're, we're vintage. We're vintage. cops. Vintage cops. A little we're bit about us. We are uh, three retired police officers in North Carolina, and... You know, Steve and I actually retired from the gas on the police department, and Buck retired from the Charlotte Mecklenburg or CMPD. So, there you have it. No good deal. It's great. So, the first. I'm, oh, go ahead. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> well, several things about our nickname or monikers. You know, we belong to a wonderful, wonderful motorcycle club, the Renegade Pigs, and that's where our monikers come from. Of course, Reggie's Hound Dog. I'm Hound Dog. I'm Slow Ride, and Terry is Buck, but he's he's been Buck his whole life. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Well, at least since I came from, you know, moved from the mountains down here. So, yeah. so what do they what do they call you in the mountains, Terry? They still call me Terry in the mountains. Do they really? They yeah. called him Stunt Broke. <laughs> I don't know about Stunt. They sure call me Broke because that's how I was. That's how I grew up. Was was so, so you'll hear from time to time refer to each other by I guess first name, and then sometimes by our club name. But, yeah. but I prefer. Hound dog. Yeah, I think I prefer slow ride too. Uh, other than slow, yeah, <laughs> you know, and not to get into the story right away, but you know, at first we uh, we're at a party somewhere. Everybody say slow ride. What's happening? Everybody starts drinking. They start calling me slow, and it brings a whole new meaning. And people start feeling sorry for you. Yeah, because when walks to me, do you need a drink? <laughs> Are you oh? Did you pee? Are you okay? So it brings a whole different meaning when it goes to becoming slow. Absolutely. All right, Evan Williams. At what point we'll get into that? Yeah, whenever you want to. You want to now? Actually, kind of already gotten into it. Yeah, we opened it up. Kind of had to had a, a podcast pre meeting, so we so kind of had, had a pour. No, we're getting ready to let's do this. Let's pour us a drink. All right, you ready? Yep. Thank you. Well, that sounds good. <laughs> Makes me want to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm of, sure everyone wanted to hear that. Speaking of being, I got, I've got a, I've got a story to tell you about that very thing here. Oh shortly. gosh! You know, uh, Buck and I work at the ABC store here in Gastonia, North Carolina, as alcohol beverage control, control, not commission. I thought it was commission, but it's control. And uh, we work there part time, actually, just to get uh, our hands on the first bourbon coming in and try to get Hound Dog get get a uh, job down there. But he makes too much money being retired. So I enjoy the retirement life. Yeah, but we worked there for part time and just to get our hands on some some bourbon. Well, I only work there one day a week now, so on the truck, yeah, unloading the truck that comes uh, in every Thursday. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I lose money working there. I spend more more money on bourbon than I do than I actually. <laughs> That's do. exactly what happens on me. Really? That's how it works. That was terrible. So you have to 
you end up owing them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Or get paid. laughs> you know, we, we got hired. I asked them two things. One is, how much do I make to get a discount on whiskey? Which is no. Yeah, it was very little no. Oh, very little as in get paid and yeah. no as you don't get <laughs> That's discount. correct. No discount <laughs> cool. whatsoever. But we do, but we do have our ends on the getting to get hold of some bourbons, hopefully sooner than than most people do. And that is the only good thing about that part is, is I mean, it's, it is an enjoyable job. It you get to meet a lot of people, and yeah, and everybody's happy. They everybody is happy to go to, as opposed to police work. Nobody is happy to see you. Yeah, usually anyway, you know, you come up there and do a magic or something. Both sides are usually pissed off at you here. Man, everybody's happy. Oh yeah, they're I'm getting, getting bourbon. I'm, I'm getting, getting bourbon. vodka. You're not here. I'm getting whatever. I'm gonna be drunk in about twenty minutes. Oh, yeah. hammered. Yeah, a lot of people come in. You, you ask them, "How's your day?" It was terrible, but it's about to get better. Heard <laughs> that? I'll do yeah. that many times. <laughs> so, yeah, it been our first podcast. So we may lack some direction, but uh, we'll, we'll probably be all over the place. Yeah, we like a shotgun blast. I, <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we'll we'll talk about one thing, then out of freaking nowhere, another subject will come up. We'll or, start talking. We'll talk about, about everything at once. Yeah. So now we are actually using Glen Karen glasses to sample this bourbon with. We've got a pour of the bourbon. We let it set for a second, and then we're going to start nosing it. Yes. Nosing it, I mean by smelling it. Smelling it. Nosing kind of sounds weird. What are you going to do? I'm going to nose it. Yeah, baby. I'm going to nose my bourbon, baby. I have ice in mine. Of course you do. You know, Buck, people can't see those. You could keep that totally to yourself. No. Uh, Buck's really drinking good. with, with uh, ice. <clears throat> Over ice and Hound Dog and I are drinking ours neat, which is straight. Man, which is manly. Well, this is the way you're supposed to drink it. Well, you know what? The way you're supposed to drink it, any way you like it. Yeah, at the time you're drinking it. What you're drinking, the way you like it, at the time you're drinking it. Yeah. So I got to add burnt some ginger ale to this or something. Yeah, you could, and there's actually nothing wrong with that. You know, if, then we'll have to find a third partner. Yeah, if you don't know the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, since we're on this Evan Williams subject, this is a single barrel. Yes, it is. I had a question for you. All right. We got a bottle over there that says barrel strength. What's the difference between a single barrel and a barrel strength? Barrel strength is stronger. Why? Strength is a joke. <laughs> when it goes it goes into a barrel at a certain proof, <laughs> it comes out of a barrel at a certain proof. Barrel strength is basically like barrel proof. What the proof it was when it came out of the barrel. Okay, so that's not the same barrel, as barrel strength or single barrel. I mean, single barrel, if it comes out of a single barrel, it's going to be barrel proof, right? No, because you still won't cut it, it with distilled water. They proof it down. Ah, see, no, I did not know that. Yeah, the single barrel means it came from one barrel. Yeah, I knew that. But, but well, I know, but the listeners may or may not. And, and disclaimer out there, everybody's going to – people's going to agree with us. Some people's not going to agree with us. People's going to think we know what we're talking about. Other people going to know that we're totally idiots, which we are. We are. Uh, we are not <laughs> experts, to say the least. <laughs> or from being an expert. <laughs> well, we kind of know a little bit about policing since we did it for 30 which, years. Yeah, which less into drinking bourbon. <laughs> exactly. Yes, <laughs> I did. But, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of different type of uh, – of bourbon throughout the shows. And after we know that uh, we're going to give our ideology on what the, what it smells like, what it, what we get out of it. Then we're going to taste it and we'll get an idea of what the taste. Then we're going to rate it on the rating. Zero means it sucks. We, we, you know, we'll pour it in a total before we drink it again. 10 would be the best bourbon in the world. According to our taste. According to our taste. Yes. It and might then, not be somebody else's taste, but it'd be our taste. And five would be a daily drinker. It's something we drink daily. Okay. All right. And, you know, we do have different tastes between us. 
So the way I mean, I I consider I, I like rye pretty good, and you like I like uh, Hound Dog likes uh, wheated. Yeah, I'm, I'm more the traditional type bourbon, Kentucky, though. The Kentucky straight bourbon. Yeah, the the Knob Creek that sort of thing. Better than Knob Creek, which is going to actually I think it's going to add a lot of uh, character to the shows. Diversity. And, <laughs> yes. That's what, oh, we got the diversity already in here. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of that, Buck, and no one can see it at this point, but Hound Dog Night, we have the same headphones on. We do. And Buck went out and bought Barbie headphones. <laughs> and I don't know if you're They're I don't not, know if your head makes They are at least Ken headphones. <laughs> they might not be Barbie headphones. I don't know if your Ken head headphones. makes your no. headphones look small. They're Barbie. No, they're, they're not, not Ken. There's nothing wrong with my headphones. Well, it was two ninety nine. Where would you get the oh, like gun bomb machine? Nine dollars, thank you. I oh, do have a really gosh. nice set at home, but I, well, mean, I listen to music on those. But I don't know if your head makes them look smaller, although they make they make your head look bigger. <laughs> we just rearranged the way we were sitting, and so now Steve is looking directly at me, and I guess he don't like what he sees. All right, that's tough. <clears throat> Give you guys an idea at home. Buck looks like John Wayne if he's Mexican. Hound dog to me yeah. looks like Larry the Cable Guy. Gary Dunn. And I'm a cross between <laughs> Elvis and Santa Claus. <laughs> With a emphasis on Santa Claus right now. You know, I think he's uh, Elvis Claus. <laughs> Come anyway. a bald Santa Claus. Oh, damn. Did you say balls? I said bald. Oh, bald. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, like our bourbon, we're going to go give a heads up. We are uncut. Uncensored, and unfiltered. Not uncensored, unfiltered. Yes, it uncut, you unfiltered. Already, we already fucked this up, and we are uncensored too. So you just—it's like, a good thing we're uncensored, uncut, and unfiltered. All right, so we're gonna give it a taste. It's not all the one time, so people we can keep people amused at our wonderful voices. All right, go ahead, Buck. I mean, how's that ice taste? I like, I like it, but it kind of tastes a little bit like peanut butter. Why is that, Buck? <laughs> Got to paint a picture. Because I was drinking a peanut butter uh, bourbon a minute ago and out of that same glass. So you didn't rinse your glass out. I didn't rinse it out. No, I didn't rinse it out. <laughs> is that this a bourbon a, or a whiskey? Some kind of score. So you're score. looking at the bottles, what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You have, It was not mine. It's yours. Well, that should tell you what I thought about it. Squirrel, <laughs> squirrel with no uh, with no vowels in it. Peanut butter whiskey. I do like peanut butter whiskey. I do like. I do too. I, I do don't. too. It, this is very sweet. This sucks. This is someone else's answer to screwball. I think. In here is screwball. Screwball is a very peanut buttery dessert type drink. Yeah, I actually like it. All right. That's all like right. Uh, that Knob Creek smoked maple. I love that, and it's that's going to be an episode dessert. all to itself. But do you know how? Did you see how Buck turned us away from the big head? Oh, that's a, he totally changed oh, yeah. directions. Oh, you can talk about my head if you want to. That's you said of, something about your wife. Said something about your haircut. Hey, that's kind of like a baby switch. Was too big for it. I have a very good uh, head of hair. You do. I agree with that. That pisses me off. He does have a good head of hair. I have a good, very good flat top. Actually, I paid. I paid the guy five dollars to cut my flat flat top. Now, is nicely. your hair a flat top? Is your head a flat top? No, my hair is a flat top. All right. Now the wife don't like it very much, but. I do because, you know, once it grows out, it'll grow out and, and it'll become just a little longer and I, I can still hey, you know, manage you kinda, it. You Arnold Schwarzenegger at, still rockets, you can too, brother. You know, you kind of look at like that dude, that rapper, Kid and Play. I have no idea who that is. He had like a six foot flat top. I mean, it was like, way up like this. If he were a Mexican. Yeah. Buck is very dark skinned. Which that pisses me off in its own. Well, it's, um, 
You know, we're scrambling about to be a very good looking guy. I, I am if a very good go, looking guy. If we ever go to video, we're, all these women will be so dis- disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks. Can I tell the story? Sure. Ah, what story are you want to tell? ABC story. You know, we're, we're cops, and we're going to be telling some cop stuff, handling uh, current events at some point. Okay. I'd like to tell a story. We're, we're going to the ABC store. We get lunch. We work six hours. We still get lunch. And I took some uh, burritos with also on the uh, the good little garden at the house. Uh, I grew some uh, ghost peppers. Oh, so they're t- really hot stuff. You talking about Buck again? Or are we talking about the yeah, talking about Buck? Yeah, Buck is hot. So I took the I took my very first ghost pepper with me to work to eat with my burritos. Uh, this is the very first one off the yes off the plant. Yeah, I've never grown pepper, grown peppers before. Never I thought grown. I'd give it a try. Okay, so you start easy. out with the hottest thing you can find. Like my peppers, <laughs> like like my women, brother. <laughs> this is not going in well. I can tell you that. But anyway, I, long story short, it's, it's it's a little bit of small pepper. I was peeling with my hands, eating a little bit. A little bit of pieces with it because it's so friggin' hot. With my with my lunch, long story short, get through the lunch. My eyes are watering, my nose is watering and stuff. And oh man, I didn't realize I had all that uh, oil from that pepper on my hands. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. So I went to the bathroom. Long story short, went to the bathroom. I peed, then washed my hands. Get all get off my hands, and uh, after I peed, and not not didn't have pee on my hands. I had oil on my hands. Thank you, Polish. Your first. <laughs> well, truth be known, that's 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 true. But anyway, used to buy the thing. Marsh bands go up front, and start ringing people up. We have a line, and I start realizing my wiener's on fire. <laughs> I, I don't mean, I don't mean, I got a little burn. If I'd unzip my bridge, it'd be like a freaking smoke just blowing out of there. And it's burning like it's to the point I've, I've got to do something. I'm doing a pee pee dance. I got a long line. I can't just stop ringing people up. You doing a what? The pee pee dance? Yeah, I mean, doing the my winter's on fire. I'm like, good God, it's very uncomfortable. And I'm trying trying to be cool in front of people. And, you know, they could probably tell like his pee pee's on fire because <laughs> that's the way it was. Hey, or he needs to be diaper trained one or something. Good you send up smoke signals. Oh, I'm t- uh, two. <laughs> S-O-S. This is hot. <laughs> Thank you for realizing I have a hot wiener. I've never seen your wiener, so. Well, what if you see anything, you thought it was blister. Three things. <laughs> it's about an hour. It took about an hour for that to go away. So, I could have cried. So what did you do? Did you go into the bathroom and wash your wee-wee off or something? No, it just it, it finally it finally quit burning. <laughs> I mean, it's, in all seriousness, in that liquor store, you can't just go. I mean, you, you know, line people from you can't just go do whatever you want to. You got to ring them ding people up. Right. Customers uh, come first. Customers before wieners. That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if anybody deserved this, you though. If anybody deserved it. So, what you'll get off? No, we'll get we'll get back to the liquor later. What we're gonna do? That's the end of that story. I thought well, I was thinking about it. I have a question. That. Did y'all vote this week? I am yes, I did. You did? You voted? Well, I voted last week, actually. Yeah. I am did not you voted yet. I'm voting Monday. Okay. Did you vote for Biden? No. Well, that's a silence. I didn't, I didn't vote for Biden. I mean, but, I mean, there might be people reason for people to vote for Biden. But I, I ran into a, a sort of quandary in that. Um, oh, let me look that up right quick. <laughs> See, Buck uses big words that sometimes Steve and I don't know what the hell he's come, talking about. Comes out of his big head. Mm. <laughs> Hound dog got little heads. It's not that big. In any case, I ran into a quandary in that I was having to cast a vote 
one of the votes was for uh, was for go- uh, governor, and here we had uh, Roy Cooper against um, Dan, Dan Forrest. The problem I had, and I was going to vote for Dan Forrest. I'm I'm fairly conservative, so I was going to vote for Dan. Gonna, gonna, so that well, means that's he, the problem. That means he didn't. I didn't. And why did I not? Uh, my great pal uh, Al Pisano, who's a retired uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg uh, police officer, is uh, running on the Constitutional Party ticket, and he's gone all over. Okay, so I went ahead and voted for Al, and I'm one of these, I hope maybe we can get Al to come on here sometime. So that was a lost vote. Yeah, well, that's the question. That's that is away. the question. Is that a thrown away vote? Not, and I did have my wife say, "Okay, look, you vote, you make sure you vote for uh, Forrest because." Because I'm gonna vote for Al, I, I, I think that I owe Al at least that, and his ideas are greatest. It's fine and everything. I, I don't feel bad about voting for Al, but I do kind of worry that what if what if it comes down to one vote? That's exactly right. And he screwed the pooch. Yeah, and I screwed y'all too. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. I watched an episode on that about you know when when you seen the vote for president, there's more than just two. Yes, people run. Yes. Yeah. yes. Because they're running on ideology, knowing they're not going to win this year, but they're building a platform from years and years and years to come. Exactly. You're that's right. what that's about. Yep. And But yet to vote for either one of the, the two parties you know is going to be is, 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 a, is a, a vote thrown away. Well, have you ever voted for anyone that's not a conservative candidate since you've been an adult? I mean, Yes and no. Our sheriff, he, he runs on the Democratic ticket. I vote for him in a heartbeat, and I'm oh, a die-hard Republican. Yeah, but the thing about it is, his whole family's always been Democrats. But if you sat down and talked to Chief, a Chief, to the Sheriff Alan Cloninger from Gaston County, North Carolina, yeah, he's very conservative. Yeah, and, and I always vote for Alan, Alan too. But I'm actually talking about: Have you ever voted for anyone like like a president since you've been? And I don't know, I don't, I don't know how you used to vote. I mean, have you always been fairly conservative? Yes, I've. Uh, yes, mostly I have so straight Republican ticket. Okay, so back in uh, – who did you vote for whenever McCain and uh, Obama were running? Uh, anybody but Obama. McCain. See, I didn't – I didn't vote for Obama, but I didn't vote for McCain. Did you write somebody in? No, I voted for uh, Bob Barr, who was the in, uh, with the Libertarian candidate. Okay. There, I mean, and the reason I did that is because McCain came in and had decided we're going to bail out all these uh, – we're going to bail out GM, we're going to bail out all these banks and everything. And I'm – that's crony capitalism before that. Didn't Obama do that anyway? Well, that was Obama, yeah, but that didn't mean I had to agree with. It. The, I mean, at some point, my at that point, my scruples would not allow me to vote for McCain. Scruples called Scru- balls. They're called balls. My balls wouldn't let me vote for. Well, because you don't have any, yeah. Okay, no, no. Okay, well, that don't make any sense. No, I think he's got raised. It takes it takes more to- balls not to vote for someone like that. Then against your party, it's like, it's like voting for for my buddy Al. I mean, I mean, I know that the common sense thing will be to go ahead and vote for for Dan Forrest because I mean the ten, the fact that you know Al could win, he's got no chance really of winning, and I understand that. But you know, I, I can understand that you voting for him because he's you know you know him personally and you agree with his platform or whatever it is. That he talks about, yeah, I do, I do. And but the thing about it is, like me, I don't know who that cat was. Never no, you heard, don't know. Never heard of him before until you just spoke of him. And it's not, it is not anything because he, he, you just don't know him. And that's one of the problems too is no one knows Al Pisano. So but, one side's us. And but I was Al Pisano running 
on his platform to actually try to get elected, or is he building an ideology for the future? Okay, well, the question I have for that is when's the last time you seen anybody, the last time you saw anyone get any ground was uh, Ross Perot nationally. Ross Perot got, I mean, he actually cost George Bush the election because those people that were going to vote for Ross Perot, regardless, he never made it, and there's not been anyone really made any inroads since or before then up until maybe the Whig Party or something. How did we go from the wiener store to some sort of death but then <laughs> well, like, this is still like five minutes but i mean i mean i guess my whole question was should i have just fallen on the sword and voted for okay voted for uh dan forrest or should i just do yeah. what i thought was right and vote it's your opinion. vote you vote the way you want to vote, it's yeah, your that's, vote. that's my opinion if go with your gut because it you know lord knows we all in law enforcement we go with our gut more than with anything else and it You're usually right. pans out right yeah, I talked to one of, my, one of my neighbors the other day, and uh, we talked about that very thing. No doubt, they're going to vote Biden. I said, you know what? You still need to vote. You need that exercise your right to vote. Well, now that brings up on another question. Though. I mean, how many people that you know, really on either side, really, who are have actually edu- educa- educated themselves about the the actual policy positions that each of the position uh, the the candidates well, represent the way I see it. Three types of people, the informed, the uninformed and the misinformed. A lot of people aren't just uninformed. They're misinformed. Like all these political ads, Republican and Democrat, both, they don't say nothing. Well, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to save the world and vote for me. They don't say how they're going to change the world. They're going to say how, the, what they're going to do. They say, you know, my, my, my candidate run against me is wrong, and I'm right. Vote for me. They don't give you any platform really what, what they're going to do. You have to you have to research. You have to educate yourself to know what these guys are actually going to be doing. So the people who don't educate themselves, and I, I understand that they're kind of falling, they're falling short, but, I mean, you're saying that they should be allowed to vote too. Yeah, I mean, it's your right to vote. You should vote. Okay, what about, what about those people who don't have any skin in the game? In other words, you got people who are out here. They'll be non-Americans. Non, no, there are people. What I'm saying is, you know, you have people who don't pay taxes, are not going to pay taxes, and want to. If they still vote, they still have the right well, to that's, vote. Well, that's the question. <laughs> you you talking about the deceased? Initially, <laughs> the, the, the whole idea was to only have people who had land or property. Get on the mic. To be able to vote. Now, it's the, the problem with having just anybody vote, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, that you're wrong. But I'm saying that it's easy to vote one way. We don't have any skin in the game and have someone say, well, I promise to give Steve Colbert some of of a, uh, Buck's money or some of Reggie's money I'd like to have just to Reggie's buy his money. vote. <clears throat> no, I know exactly what you're saying. I would too. Let me throw you a curveball. I don't want to know the answer from either one of you. And I'm about to set, I'd, set, I'd set stage first. Uh, this last election – uh, our our sheriff runs on the Democrat Democratic Party. We had two very good friends, both from Gastonia PD. Uh, one left, went to another field, and then the other one retired, ran on the Republican ticket. So they had to run against each other. So that left us in a quandary, in a in a pickle. <laughs> Is a quandary? Is that some type of pickle? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like, kind a, of like a, it's like a kosher. <laughs> Is that kosher? <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, so, you know, you know, uh, 
and I love both those boys' death, uh, Carl, uh, Jeff Clark, he's deceased now, but he and I basically grew up together. I knew him my whole life. But, you know. Here's, here's my take on that, and this is exactly what I did. I voted in that election for the person that I thought would do the better job. Yeah. And honestly, that. honestly, I don't mind telling you, that was Alan Cloninger. Really? Oh, no, oh, no I, I voted for Alan, too, but what I'm saying is. See, in that election, I voted for, for Jeff Clark. Did you? I mean, I love Jeff. No, no. In the preliminary, you voted for Clark because Clark lost the preliminary. And yeah, in the preliminary. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I did vote for Jeff Clark in the preliminary, and yeah. I voted for Cloninger in the other because I don't know uh, Bryson, dude. Yeah, you had Bryson and. Um, so, here, but me, if I had known him, should I have voted for him? Would you? Yeah, I was just what I'm saying. I don't. I really don't know who you guys voted for. I'm just saying, just along those lines. You know, you voted for your friend. Or governor, who you know was not going to make governor because you. Failed. But my friend's ideas are correct ideas. He's he's the Constitution Party. I understand. This is getting way way political and way way in depth. So yes or no? Can we go back to your head? Yes or no? Your big head. <laughs> Just say yes. yes or no. Should I have voted for him or not? I would not have. I would not have. But because you know thanks Bucky, for nothing. But Bucky, here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. You've got to do what you think is right. And if that's what you think, your was vote. Right, yeah. Okay, so, so do it, you think I'm being selfish for voting for my friend no. over no. You voted and he may be the best governor in the world, but we know he's not going to make governor. And we also know nothing of him, Steve no. and I. But I do. I mean I know so. you do, but there's a lot there's a lot more people Can we get in something the state fun? of North Carolina that does not know anything about that guy yeah. than there are that does know something. Yeah, about this it. this should be like podcast thirty nine instead of podcast number one. We get way too well, much in depth. It can't be because this we got the election in less than two weeks. In two weeks we got the national election, so I was speaking right. of that uh, President Trump was in our hometown um last week. Gastonia, North Carolina. Twenty seven thousand people showed up. History. The it same, made history. The same night. What's that woman's name is running with? Uh, what's his face? Biden. Harris. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris had a had a uh, campaign Kamala. rally Kamala. in Charlotte, and I think 150 people was drawn. And that afternoon, <laughs> she was in Asheville. Was that wrong? She was did it a, a campaign like rally in Asheville where less than 10 people were there. You think Asheville could, Asheville is very liberal. They are. Asheville, it's, North it's, Carolina is very liberal. And that's what the news said. It's a very liberal town, and less than 10 people showed up. There's wow. more Secret Service there than there were uh, people. So, I mean, so yeah, apparently Biden is still ahead in the polls well, in North what, Carolina. It, it makes no poll. sense. But depends, depends on what on, poll. Yeah, I agree with Steve. Say it's, on say it's just even. The guy called the election, whoever it was, I'm not educated enough to sound intelligent. On this topic, <laughs> you said that right. Well, I'm glad to clarify we, that. We, I think we can come to a complete agreement on that. The one poll that picked the president says not nice. Why y'all gotta be mean? Are you pissed off yet? Uh, yeah, I think I'm about pissed off. <laughs> Whoever picked done the last poll picked Trump to win. This time is picking picking Trump seven to thirty to win. Okay, that's I, I, mean, I understand that. I guess my my whole issue is in North Carolina in particular. I mean, it seems like the enthusiasm gap is quite extraordinary. Uh, I, I mean, the the enthusiasm for Trump is over the top. The enthusiasm for for Biden Harris. What are Biden Harris? I mean, people don't show up for him, but yet they're saying he's ahead. The things don't, <laughs> you know, the things don't add up to me. 
And I, I don't know why. Well, think about this. Here, here's the deal. What was your buddy's name run for governor? Al Pizzano. Al Pizzano. And I hope to have Al on here okay. sometimes, so don't insult him. No, we're not. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, but let's say Al, if you want to do a poll about Al, if you polled all his buddies, you're going to get a totally different result than if you polled people that didn't know him. Oh, yeah, Very true. So a lot of things I think is when you want to poll, depending on who's supporting that poll, that can that can manipulate manipulate the outcome. There's not a true and accurate poll on anything, in my opinion. Oh yeah, you never been to the strip joint downtown Little Lace, have you? <laughs> the stripper poll, Steve. But uh, but as far as the election election poll, I don't think there's ever been a true and accurate one at all. Yeah, because it depends. It depends on who puts the poll out. If they're leaning toward a conservative, it's going to go conservative way. If they're leaning toward left, did I not just say that? Left. Well, the only problem is there's not too many conservative polls. I, I thought I heard that somewhere that, that Trump is ahead and I, or Trump is even close. And it's, I mean, well, there's, it's just weird. I don't quite understand because Trump is going to get pretty much the same he did last time, and and to me, he's probably going to pick up a little bit more. I think he get more. I, I do too. I think here's a good the uh, silent majority. I think he may actually win the popular vote as well as the electoral vote, and um, I, I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. And, I, and sometime in the future, there, somebody people are going to come back and look at this election, the last two elections, and say that I don't know what these pollsters were seeing, but they did this whole thing completely wrong. So, Reggie, what you got for me? You change the topic to something we, a little bit uh, less serious. Let's discuss the liquor. Let's do it, man. You know what? We're drinking Evan Williams. Uh, Although Trump does have a big head like Buck. <clears throat> you both have you both have hair. No, you don't have much hair, but you both have big heads. I have a lot of hair. You do have a lot of hair. Trump doesn't. Hey, did you see the uh meme where they took a uh candy corn turned upside down to yes. a face? Yes, I saw that. Just like Trump. Yeah. Right, I see that. So <clears throat> today we're drinking Evan Williams single barrel vintage two thousand and twelve. Distillery is Heaven Hill. Damn, I said it right for the first you time. You did. Heaven Hill Distillery in Bardstown, uh, Kentucky. The Grain Bill, if you're asking if anyone, if anyone wants to know what the Grain Bill is. Hey, what's the Grain Bill? Man, I'm glad you asked, Steve. It's 78% corn, 12% rye, and 10% malted barley. And I had a, and me being a wheated bourbon kind of guy, and I knew that Buck was a rye kind of guy. You know me, give, 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 never take. You're a giver. That's why I brought the rye when I had rye in it. <laughs> this is pretty mellow. It is pretty mellow. The uh, like is uh, 43.3% alcohol by volume, which equals out to 86.6 proof. Age statement is about eight years. I think on the uh, their website it's seven years, ten months, three days, and something like that. Price point is about 27 bucks, depending on where you are. All right. <laughs> this is the highest version of the of the Evan Williams, correct? It this is. It's the their premier the bourbon. Okay. For their premier bourbon. And after you know, looking up some stuff about it, which didn't really find a whole hell of a lot on it. You know, I like a bourbon with a good story. Yeah, I do too, actually. Yeah. And I couldn't find a whole heck of a lot on this. And I tell you, we sell a lot of bourbon by the stories. When people come in yeah. and want to know about bourbon stuff and it's funny to come in, I always come in and say What's your best taste in bourbon? Whatever you like. Yeah, taste is so subjective. subjective. Yeah, like I get thought that was like, weird. So, what do you, <laughs> someone who comes in there and they just ask, what well, what do you usually point them towards? Well, what I try to do is I come in, and a lot of times they want a gift for somebody. 
They come in, what's your best tasting bourbon? If it's for a gift somebody, it's really hard. I always, I always steer them towards something that's middle of the road. Don't get a flavored whiskey. Get something, you know, if, if you want to, you know, depending on price point, if you want to impress the person, you know, how much you care about the person or not. But, uh, yeah, uh, normally a, a, a try and prove a bourbon if, if they're not buying them themselves. If somebody coming in and they're a newbie to the, um, to the bourbon world and the ones, you know, that come in all the time are, are we call them bourbon nights. Yeah. They have the clubs and do all the, the fancy stuff, the bourbon. But what I try to do is, is find out like you, if you give buck come in, you guys got to help me here. I'm doing all the talking, um, Buck, you're educating us. If buck comes in and say, you know, I want to try a bourbon. Okay. I'd, I'd ask you what, what, what's your flavor, flavor profile? What do you like? Bourbon's going to come in basically standard, you know, barrel bourbon. You're going to get some deep, rich notes from the barrel. It's going to be very. But know. the average person, do they know exactly what you're talking about? Like, no. Yeah, you know that, that char number four. I, I really like that char number yeah, four. Yeah, no, they don't. You have to educate them on that. But I also ask them, they do, do you like more of the spicy stuff, the peppery stuff? That's like Buck does. Or do you like more of the weedy stuff, you know, which, which is hound dog? And then we try to go from there. See, I always, when I do that, I always, if, if they don't know what the, what the person likes, if they do like bourbon, I'll always point them to us. Okay, well, I'm going to want you to get a bourbon with a story then, oh, something yeah. you can use as a centerpiece or something, whether it's that good or not. It's like the um, uh, the Jefferson Ocean, the Jefferson, the, the stuff that's been back and forth across the equator, like who knows how many times. I say, even if you don't like it, at least that's a good story. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I tell you, now, Four Roses, we got to try that here sometime, and the women love the Four Roses. Four Roses is excellent. I drank some four roses last night. Yeah, that's a story. We'll, we'll cover that one at the time. And, and I, I, what I'm thinking is, people may be asking, "It's your first podcast, man. Why in the world are you you're, you're drinking an Evan Williams?" We have a what we call our whiskey vault. And, we do. Yeah, and it's quite impressive. I think we I, have, I think it is too. We have a lot of whiskey, a lot of bourbon, a lot of name brand, a lot of rarity stuff that one day we're going to get into. Yep. Podcast number ten, podcast number one hundred, and we also want to sample the stuff that. You know, everyone's heard of. Everybody's heard of Evan Williams at some yeah. point in their time if they're drinking alcohol. And, and Evan Williams is a good price point. I mean, I, I've drank now, a lot of Evan What do you Williams. mean by price point when you say price point? This Evan Williams, I'm a, I don't know. I didn't buy this. I'm assuming it's about 30 bucks somewhere, well, maybe a little north of 30 bucks, maybe. I'm, who bought it? I did. How much is it? I think that particular one right there was about. $35. So 35 that, that was buying in South Carolina, which is probably owned liquor stores. So their prices are a little bit higher. South Carolina is probably owned. Steve and I work at the um, Alcohol Beverage Control in North Carolina, which is state-owned. The problem with state-owned, we can get some stuff that the, we have a cons- we have consistency being state-owned, but we don't have any any ability to go up and down on the price points and all. So, so whatever the state says is what we get. Yeah, the, the privately coast, they can do whatever they the want. The Piedmont to. or the mountains, you're paying the same price. Exactly. True. No, good deal. South Carolina or not. South Carolina, I've I've went and found like the Seven Williams for um, for like thirty dollars. But I've also found it for forty bucks if you get down closer to the beach or something where there's a lot of well, people. Yeah, I'm in Kentucky this past year, and uh, we've got a number of bottles of Blanton's, but Blanton's here, 62 bucks price point. Kentucky, they had a bunch of it, $175 a fifth. That's why they still have it. Really? They charged $175 a fifth. In we Kentucky? Charged, yeah, we charged 62 Yeah. Uh, well, in South Carolina, the, the liquor store that I used to go to that has 
a lot of the hard to find bourbons, like the well. A little bit. Is that the little East store you took me to at one time? Down, it's in uh, Spartanburg. Spartanburg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, they they <clears throat> they usually have all the good stuff. They have H. Taylor. They have Eagle Rare on hand, Buffalo Trace, and he's looking at the whiskey vault while he's saying all these things. I'm trying to think of what all they have that, that I've seen. Old Tub. Hey, we're getting in Old Tub. Old Tub probably came in this past Thursday at our liquor store. Here I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, yeah, we, what we do, but not so much, I don't think, but Hound Dog and I will actually make runs sometimes together, sometimes not together. We actually make runs and hit different liquor stores just trying to find that. You know, and that's the fun part. The Holy Grail. We're trying to find that Holy Grail sitting there. So what's the Holy Grail? Well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's whatever you like, whatever you think it may be. So, Maybe different for you to me. You know, my my for a while, the Holy Grail that I was always wanted to get was, of course, the Pappy Van Winkle. Pappy Van Winkle. That's well, what I was talking about. But you know what my Holy Grail is now? Something that's well above Pappy Van Winkle. Hair? <laughs> Just because well, that's, that's just because, ironic coming from you, though. Just because I because that's like, my holy grail. I got caught in an acid rainstorm. <laughs> Don't mean you have to bring your shit up every freaking time. It's like but the anyway. top of the mountain. The acid rain always kills everything it at the does. top of the mountain. It does. It wasn't me this time, Rizzo. So back to my my holy grail will be double eagle, very rare. Oh, that's it. That, that is a rarity. That is so uh, rare. What is it? Eagle rare. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. But it's double but rare. It's, but it's. That's age ten years. That's over here in the vault, and they're the double eagle very rare. Is age twenty years. Okay, and that's why it's double rare. The, M- the MSRP. I can add the MSRP on it is about two thousand dollars. Really, the secondary market is about. Twenty thousand. So, if any of our listeners wants to send us wow, a bottle, really, yeah, please we'll, do, and yeah. we will plug the shit. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hope one day as we progress, as we metaphoricate into something else, that we meta what metaphoricate. Okay, <laughs> we metaphorphosis into something else. See, metaphoricate sounds better. Metaphorphosis. You, you screwed that up. Twice. I don't think I did. You did. Y'all it's not the way I'm did. saying it. It's the way you're hearing it. Hey. <laughs> Buck Webster. But that up. As we progress, hopefully we bring you liquor that people's gonna send us, the one that's to sample for them and to gauge for them as opposed to having to buy it ourselves. We're having to buy it ourselves right now. <laughs> In each episode well, we all bring something different. Slow riding I buy by ourselves. <laughs> but not not so much. What are you talking about? You brought one uh, he bought he, he's bought, he he redeemed himself. He bought another one today. They're right there. That's two. Sixty dollar bottle right there. Is it really sixty dollars? Yes, it is. It comes from Arizona. I had uh, uh, Captain or Major Willis from the CMP. Pull it out. We, we got. We got to give it a name drop now that you pulled. It, that you mentioned it. Tell it. You doesn't want now. Delbach. Delbach. It's a. Uh, it's a smoke mesquite smoked. I don't want to take anything away from 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 the Evan Williams day, but this is mesquite smoked. I did try a little bit then when I was at the beach. It's, it's very good. It's very does it have good. A, does it have that mesquite smoke? Taste to it. That's why it says it's some ski smoked. Can I, pour it it on, it? can I pour it on the steak? You might be able to. It is actually, I like it a lot. Um, but we'll we'll try it sometime in the future. I mean, it's still on the mic. Still on the mic. It's uh, I'm getting ready to put it back over. All right, well, good deal. So, well, what what are we, what's our rating on this? We have nosed it. What what are you getting up? You have, does, do you have any? any uh, I've already drank mine, so I, I need some more. Do you have any uh, insight on? On what we should get out of this off the nose and the palate? No. 
I did, but I didn't write it down. Now, Buck's going to get caramel. He, gets car- he, he drank a Diet Coke and get caramel out of it. Yeah. But I am getting caramel and some leather off the nose. Let me smell it. I get corn. I get sweet corn off oh, of it. Oh, I, I did learn something the other day. You know, it for it to be a... Ca- ca- <laughs> Chippy? Well, well that's, that sniff really got to me. For it to be a straight bourbon, it cannot be more than 80% corn. I didn't know they had a a, a roof a roof of the corn. Really? This is 78 78 That's what I'm thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. It's got to be at least 71% corn, but less than 80 You know, I, I think this is probably the most highest percentage of corn that I've had in a bourbon so far. Oh, really? I think so. Well, I'm getting... <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Caramel and peanut butter. Of course you are. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything less. You've got another drink. Did you not bring another Glencairn glass for you? No. 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 I don't want to mess up your glasses. I like I like a 90% burn. A 90 proof. I'm sorry. 90 proof. This is right at 90 proof. What this is, is close it? This is close 86.6. Yeah. Anything more than that? Uh, I will say this, Buck. Buck likes water. or <laughs> Yes, or, I do like water. Or ice in your bourbon. I like, I like ice and I like it cold. Now, I like it's water croutons. Yeah, now, if, if I could put it in a freezer and bring it out here, I would be fine with it. I'm not. It's That's not. a whole other podcast. Whole other podcast. But okay. the experts say the best proof to drink is sixty four percent. So when you throw water on it or you put ice in it and melts down, it's just gonna it's gonna ease into that more of that. That's, what's this that for? He's holding up distilled water. What's a this dropper. For? It's for adding water to your. Bourbon. This is steel. Now, this one, oh, so you're supposed to add water to your bourbon. No, now. a whole other story there too. But the thing about it is, if you're going to use water, if you use distilled water, make your ice cubes out of distilled water. So no, you get no other influence. Was this ice cubes made out of uh, still water? For the sakes of the show, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting a slight chlorine smell out of this. I'm so not sure. It's made out of pure gas. Don't you water? Right. Yeah. So, right. so the you know the treated water by your city will not influence your drink at all. But I'm getting to this. I had Knob Creek up in the mountains. I had Knob Creek, a hundred proof. I did drop a piece of ice in it. And, I like the ninety proof. And I think I liked it better. Did you really? I think I like. Well, the hundred proof is just. I like a ninety proof. You can it down just just one little piece. Buck, quit breathing in the microphone. What are you? <laughs> Sound like Darth Vader. <laughs> no, he relates my stories. Tell me another story. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, was, I was getting ready to comment on the larceny, the whole larceny thing. <sighs> we're, okay, we're, 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 we're Evan Williams today. We are, well, no, we are doing the shotgun. You told me again. not to drink cold larceny. Yeah. I like, I mean, I like, I like my well, liquor cold. We've got, we're 42 minutes into the show. We haven't got all our stuff covered, and we're all over the place. No, we're not. We're talking about whether we like cold liquor. Okay. The colder it is, the less you can taste it. If you get it really icy, you get it put in the freezer. When somebody tells you, uh, you know, you should put our product in the freezer, you'll love it. Which is only our product sucks so bad and tastes so badly, you need to put it in the freezer to kill the taste. I agree with that 100%. I disagree with that. I like it better when it's, when it's cold. Well, then you're losing over 60% of your taste when you put it in the freezer. Sixty percent. I, I think remember the picture my I showed taste you, but works better at that at that temperature. Just it because works. you think it that- all tastes caramel to you, what does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> Man, this this vodka tastes like caramel. And we're telling a story. <laughs> Bobby with an IE, that's Hound Dog's nice. wife, wonderful wow. woman. She Very she sent over reason. some candy last uh, mock podcast we did, and yeah. um, 
<laughs> Buck was Carmella. nice enough to leave that bag of candy here with me. I ate it. Oh, no, you did not. That was great. <laughs> oh. And hey, I laughed. I laughed every time I ate a bite. Since we're talking about Bobby, let's uh, give her a shout out for, for oh, yeah, finishing hey. her. Uh, Bobby, thank you for. Hound Dog showed up today for our very first podcast. Yay. We. In celebration for our podcast, yeah. podcast, he said, man, let. Wrong one. <laughs> he said, "Let me, guys, let me show you something. He uh, took his boot off, and he had socks with bourbon bottles all over it. Now, once he took his shirt, his shoe off, we realized it was then sour mash. <laughs> <laughs> but it's wonderful, fun, nice socks, these bourbon on them. And what did he do? Bobby had bought Buck and I both a pair as well. Yes. She's so sweet. I appreciate she it. She is sweet. Very, very thoughtful. I'm glad woman. it was not boxers because I didn't want to see his I got those too. And uh, what, what, what amazes me is how no. she gets around the house. Oh, will be. <laughs> Once you fart in them a couple <laughs> times. Oh, it's, what, okay, it's, we've come down here. Hey, they're fermenting. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have advertising this, this week? <laughs> I don't think so. But we can come up with one if you want to. So, you don't do, you don't do. All right, so where we at? So on the whiskey, I know we get we got away from the whiskey again. On the whiskey, uh, what do you think? Now on the, on the I'm for gonna, me, yeah, yeah. This on, is the uh, our scale. To me, the scale, I like it actually. Even though it's got some rye in it, it's got very little rye in it at twelve percent. I think I can tell the rye. Yeah, I can't do that. Uh, on the, a little peppery. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. But uh, the residual, you like that word, Bob? No, when you say on the back end, do you mean on the back of after your tongue? You, after you swallow no, it. No, the, the. And after you. So what's left in, in your mouth of the flavor you the get? The aftertaste. Yes. yes. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I get a little peppery on it, which is, you know, it's, it's not bad. It's not my favorite, but it's not bad at all. But I think if on the scale, zero to 10, I would give this a strong. Six point five. What do you think, Buck? I'm gonna get to take another taste. Seven. I like it. I actually like it a good bit. I like it a good bit. I like it actually better than some of the the more expensive stuff that I've tried. So I, I actually like this. I like it as much as I like buffalo. On the palate, I'm getting caramel. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. A little caramel. I can tell the corn, leather. I'm getting some. Le- I'm not getting a lot of barrel of it. Uh, that kind of disappoints me. I like a deep. You know, Reggie brought the thing about char four. Well, maybe that's four why I don't. Well, I do like it. Maybe I just, I just don't like the barrel so much. The barrels are burnt in in into I, different chars. I wish I knew what char the barrels were when they put this into the barrels, but I don't. So, is there a char level? See, now this yes. is something I didn't know. That I didn't know there's a char level. There is. Okay, so can you expound upon that? Because I, so I I don't know anything about that. Zero Ex- zero expound. char. <laughs> expound. Let me look that up. Zero char is no char whatsoever. So that would be like that. Uh, was it that straight wood plain, white monkey plain. stuff? Was that what it was? The, the white monkey. <laughs> the stuff oh. that y'all used to to make your uh, to make your bourbon at time. Oh, you talking monkey like, shoulder? No, 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 no. no, no. no. You were talking about the uh, white mash. The, that's it. That's uh, white, it. Dog. White, white dog. dog. White dog. Yeah. White dog. I said white monkey. Well, regardless. That white monkey. Is that shit. <laughs> okay. okay. But zero is the inside of the barrel, they don't burn it at all. So the white, have, dog white dog has got no char to it. Right. Okay. <laughs> Correct. It's basically straight from the damn 
So it's like moonshine almost. Yes. Okay. yes. Exactly right. It, it's, it's called uh, high wind when it comes out. The, high wind? When it comes out, you know, when it comes out the first, the, the, the first distillation is called low wind. They do, they distill it again. Or just, <laughs> they what? Distillate. Or distillation Dis- again. What, do, what did you call it? Distill it. Distill it. Distill it. The second time. You know more about this stuff than I do, and you well, can't even talk. I can talk. Okay. You can't listen. What did you just say? The second distillation. Can't even per talk. Yeah, you can't talk. Okay. You said per talk. I can't. Oh, I might have said that because I'm getting the perturbed. Sec- <laughs> Hello. The second distillation. How about that? I'm saying great words. And I don't even listen. <laughs> okay. The second distillation. is called high wind. Okay. So it goes through one distillation, comes out. It's a low wind. At, at low proof. It's distill it. Distilled again and becomes a high wine. Okay, what's that got to do with it? What they're doing is, is they're they're raising the proof. They're raising the the amount of alcohol in that. So if I get this and it's a low wine, is it going to look like this? No, it's going to be just clear. Oh my as God, clear as it can be. That's your phone, Buck. Go ahead, Buck. Go ahead. No. Let's I'm incorporate here. You talk. Here calls you into the podcast. No, it's my it's my lovely wife, but she can. She's she's well, getting ready to go. Well, let's airplane. answer it. Let's answer it. No, I'm not going to answer. This might be very important. She might say, "Buck, I think the uh, the the apology. It's probably going to be Buck. You need to come get me because I did this or did that. So, but go ahead, go ahead. We're talking about. Tell her, we got Bell money. She's good. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, what we're we talking about? What do you rate? I already rated mine. Yeah. Mine was barrel. seven. I actually like that very good. Um, that would be a, a, a daily drinker for me. Would it really? No, I really like it. I'd give it a six, but I don't think it's a daily drinker. I wouldn't be a daily drinker. So, I know so why would it not be a four then if it's not a daily? To me, a daily drinker would be a five, five. to six. A five is a daily drinker. So that's not, by a, our, by that's our, not a five? By, our, uh, by bourbon and bad, just standards. Five is a daily drinker. Five so, okay, drinker. retract that. It's a four. Okay. All right. All right. So that makes more sense to me because I'm like, I like it. We've been, but see, okay. Why do you give it a four then? I would drink it if you bought it, but I wouldn't buy it myself. See, and I'm why I'm a little bit different. I like it. And but you but wouldn't I wouldn't buy it. Oh, yeah, I bought that, didn't I? Well, yeah, I mean, there's, that's just to try. There's not enough barrel in it for me. I don't get that good. Charm. So you don't like I, it then? I do like it. I just don't like it as well as I like other things. So a four. So mine's six point five. Bucks is a seven, and Steve's is a four. That averages out to be not much. Five point two five. Five point two five. So it is a daily drinker. Yes, that's very quick. Right. Bad yeah. Yeah. part. I'm astonished hey, by that. Ching, ching. I just guessed. <laughs> yes, okay. somebody's going. So I don't think that's right. <laughs> so the Evan Williams. Um, we can slightly recommend it, I guess. By Bourbon and Badges standards, it is a daily drinker. Yes, it is a daily drinker. And for the price point, <clears throat> there's other things I can. It's not bad at all. No, but there's other things I could buy at a less price point that would be a daily drinker. At a less price point, really? Yeah. Like what? Name one. Uh, what is it that I drink? Uh, benchmark. <laughs> Ten bucks. So, Ten bucks. Seven so, bucks okay. a fifth. Now, is this not better than Benchmark? I don't think so. I think it's a little better benchmark. Right. I mean, I like the benchmark well, that's why, price that's why, point, have, that, that's why I have the three of us on here. We'll right? have to have the benchmark episode then. We can do that, We Buck. shall. We shall. Benchmark, ep- benchmark episode. You we know, can have a low. Hey, here's what we need to do on the benchmark episode. Let's do a benchmark slash Buffalo Trace episode. And see if we, we can tell bl- the difference. Should we do a blind taste test? Yes. Now, why would we do that? Because they're made by the same company. Ah. Would, would Bobby come on, Mike? 
Well, she be yeah, on mic. Yeah, she do it. She do it. We've we uh we have ordered. Oh 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 oh. We have forgot, guys. We we are coming from Studio Seventy Seven. And Gaston and North we didn't, Carolina. Yeah, we didn't give our studio a plug. We episode have, one. Episode one. We have a green room. Studio 77. For like if uh, your wives want to come over or someone else come over and sit in a green room and they can actually hear us from another room. And we actually have the studio itself. <laughs> Go look. It's green. It is green. Go green look. Ah, Buck's I'm making not, faces. I'm not disputing green. Studio 77. Why is it called Studio 77, how dog? Because in the great world of Renegade Pigs Motorcycle Club. Ding. Because we're close to Interstate 77. Oh, Buck, Buck actually raised his hand. For those of you that can't see it. So there's three of us sitting in Studio 77, and Buck I know raised why. his I know hand why. I know why. to answer the question, which was totally wrong. But anyway. But it makes sense. No one listening to us, unless you're in Gastonia, this area knows we're near Highway uh, 77. 77. We're Interstate 77. We're 10 miles from Interstate 77. I'm corrected. Interstate 77. Thank you very little. All right. What, so I'm done. I no, no. What, what are we? Why is it Studio 77, Reggie? How dog? Because the Renegade Pigs number is 77. Yeah. Named after our club. But why is it 77? You just have to look it up. Yeah. If you're interested. Oh, yeah. If you're interested and you, and you do your. Um, what's it called? You do. <laughs> prospecting. In your pro- when you prospect, you should have learned that. Yeah, Buck, Buck. Buck didn't do that. I did it for a whole daggum year. Be a day, huh? Did you get oh. it? I, yeah, just so, just so <laughs> you do know, I'm sorry. We are members of the Renegade Pigs Motorcycle Club, and we all three ride motorcycles, which is a law enforcement firefighter motorcycle. Yes, club. yes, and uh, we all ride motorcycles. At least me and Reggie do. Hopefully, Steve will. You know what? Bobby's going to kill me when she hears this. But I really want another bagger. <laughs> I mean, a bagger is a motorcycle. <laughs> I heard that all wrong. I heard, I heard a bagger she really is want a, a banger. She's your wife. You can't anytime you like. <laughs> no, you, yeah, don't say it that way. Don't put it that way. Whatever you do, because you're liable to get. This That's what I heard. Hell slapped out of you for saying a, that. A bagger is a motorcycle with saddlebags and trunks and everything, all that stuff on it. That's, I got a bar bike. Steve has a bar bike. Yeah, and I'm finally glad. I've had a bar bike from day one, and I'm finally glad you got one to have somebody you can ride with. And well, you can ride with me. Yeah, but Buck, wants, you want to ride across country in two days. Yeah. <laughs> Is there something wrong with that? Yeah, you came back. That's <laughs> <laughs> not nice. That is not nice. <laughs> Pisses me off so bad, <laughs> but that's so damn funny. funny. I just subject myself to this damn so but torture. You laughed at that. It was funny. You laughing at yourself. It was. <laughs> he got a laugh or cry. Oh, and by the way, I know we like a shotgun blast on the back of the Evan Williams bottle. There's handwritten stuff that I didn't write, and Steve <laughs> won't tell her what it says. Yeah, Here's my glasses. Let's talk about the those, when it was barreled and the barrel number and the. Actual date. Date that's barreled on. Let me see that bottle, Steve. I got my glasses. Bottled on. on. Ba- the barrel number and bottled on. The barrel number of this particular. Oh, do you want me to read it? What you mean to do? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't do get these trucks. <laughs> bottled on. That means it's put in a bottle. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh. Barreled on. <laughs> it's not bottled on. I'm glad you put your glasses on. Yeah. <clears throat> barreled on. Eight. 
8, 2012. Barrel number 1314. I was hoping it would be. Bottled on 8, 11, 20. So if you get a bottle of Evan Williams single barrel vintage, every bottle has a handwritten barreled on, barrel number, and bottled on date. Yeah, it's not a bad bottle. It's not a bad. Um, it, you know what? It, I may give it a seven point five just for that. With the presentation, uh, it's not. They actually dip this thing all the way down to the the, the, to the real, little on neck, all the way down yeah. to the the base of the bottle. It dips. Uh, and yeah, they they done it good. See, they, they took that after a maker's mark. They done it good. Who does that? Gastonian four year out there. Yeah, I like good. it. And I like the presentation. I'm I'm uh, very surprised by it. All right, good deal. That's awesome. Hey, let's talk about the, our topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, fifty six into the fifty six minutes into the podcast, Thanks. I hope we've covered it. You know what? This is our inaugural podcast, so we can go over a little bit if we need to. We have part two. All right. Ignore, ignore, Is that like eggnog? It's eggnogural. I hate both of y'all. What's their topic? Hey, if there's anyone out there listening that would like to start doing a podcast, I'm going to have two vacancies coming so, up pretty so soon. So, Mom, your list, your Mom, Bobby, come on yeah. in. We got three <laughs> listeners. All right. Loki, my dog. Oh, I love Loki. He's a good dude. Oh, he is a and great dog. I've got to give a shout out to Steve's bird. JR. JR the He's your mascot. We're to have him walking around in here. Being quiet at the moment. But what was the topic? Cryptozoology. Oh, wow. oh good we God. We got that. time for that? We don't have time for that. Yeah. Well, let's, we can touch bases about it for a minute. Oh. All right. That's all I have to say. <laughs> good night. See ya. Yeah, we're 57 minutes. How do we forget that? We actually made notes and everything. Well, I mean, I I, I got us off kilter when I started talking about the political thing. But I, I was actually interested to see what y'all thought about that. That's probably when everybody, the three people listening, probably turned, turned it off. off. Yeah, no, I don't think so because I do think it is an interesting thing, especially at this point. I but, hate y'all. Um, <laughs> Reggie hates us for that. But I mean, look, I don't look at all his notes. I took <laughs> I got a shitload of down notes on. <laughs> Cryptozoology. I tell you what, what episode what? number two? We're not going to have a cryptozoology no, uh, podcast this time. So, what is cryptozoology, Reggie? It's the where you hate <laughs> episode <bugs>. number two. <laughs> See episode two. So I don't have, I've got notes on that. I don't have my notes pulled out yet because we talked about everything else. Can okay. we do cryptozoology for podcast number two? Okay, you guys got. If you can look forward to cryptozoology the next time we come out, and not too much politics, I don't think. Are we drinking that bottle that you brought, Buck, or are we doing something different? It's up to you. Guess. Actually, you know, I brought a bottle of tea from the mountains. I got a little place in the mountains I go to, and it was up there at the ABC store because it is in North Carolina. And Lee there recommended this, and I brought a bottle for that, too. So well, just we'll out of that right? you're up close to the Tennessee state line. Yeah, some things seven, are – Seven miles from state line. Are things closer – I mean, that's where you have your your campers. Are things uh, cheaper up there or more expensive up up there or what? Is some it state-owned or state or In Tennessee? Yes. Yeah, in Tennessee, some things are less expensive. Some things are more expensive. I know you can get like the uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace like crazy up there. North right? Carolina Buffalo Trace is hard to get. Right. Tennessee, just right across the state line, they have pyramids of cases of it sitting in the floor. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I'm getting – I'm low on Buffalo Trace. Too, Price point. Way. North Carolina's twenty eight bucks before taxes. You buy about the case up there, it's eighteen dollars a bottle. No wow. shit. Yeah. Buy about a 12, 12 bottles in a case. 
Yes. <laughs> so there's 12 bottles coming in the case. I, I don't know. Well, I don't, yeah, that's a good question. There's 24 bottles of beer in the case. No, that's a good question because in, in the more rarity liquors come six. Knob Creek is six bottles to a case. That is actually a good question. <laughs> Can I please get some more partners? Somebody out there has Reggie got hates to, me. Reggie some, hates me. Someone out there has got to say, you know what? I'd love to do a podcast of Hound Dog because I need some damn new partners. Well, Hound Dog hates Buck because he just gave me the most go to hell look I have ever seen. We from have him. got so many stories we share. Just can't do it in the. We're, we're an hour now. Oh my God, we're over an hour. Yeah, we're an hour. <laughs> hour and 23, four, five, six, seven, well, You can't count. That's, uh, that's one of the things we were talking about. I don't hey, know if you so can count or not. I got to give a shout out to, uh, like, as we talked about, we are members of the Renegade Pigs Motorcycle Club. I want to give a Renegade Pigs shout out to the Saratoga, New York chapter. Unfortunately, we have lost a brother uh, last week, I think it was. Uh, Tom Legend. Good one, Junior. He passed away after complications of a uh, motorcycle accident. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, I agree. He's he was thirty years old. Oh man! Which is oh yeah, just terrible, terrible. terrible. So our sympathies go out to the uh, the Goodwin family and the Saratoga chapter of the Renegade Pigs yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, I agree club. completely. Hey, if you want to learn more about the Renegade Pigs, you can go onto the website. We have a national website you can check out or check out your local chapter. They'd love to hear from you. The requirements for that is what, Hound Dog? You have to be law enforcement or a firefighter. Yeah, in good standings. In good standings, yes. No All EMTs. Right. So, if you liked what you hear, heard, listened to, you can find us on any of your major podcast outlets, including but not limited to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, or Alexa. I heart you, Reggie. I heart you too, Steve. Any last words, Buck? Uh, yeah, all you first responders out there, be be careful. Be careful. I, mean, I don't, don't want to see any more people and getting hurt. So. I agree. Thanks for listening to our very first podcast. Hopefully, we We'll be back. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, be back. we'll be back. Remember, drink responsibly.